COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. Welcome to CineQuest Video. This one will drive you absolutely mad. The riots began because the stores could not meet the demand of Sutter Kane's novel, In the Mouth of Madness. Kane disappeared two months ago without a trace. Who's the guy that writes horror books? You can forget about Stephen King. Kane outsells them all. I need to know if he's alive or dead, and I need that book. It's a setup. It's a setup. I just have to work out how it's set up. Kane's writing has been known to have an effect on his readers. This whole thing has been staged. You just get out. This is not reality. It's all happening for real, Trent. one was a little bit more loose and welcome to cinequest video the podcast that delves deep into those vhs classics to the modern day format and beyond 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 uh today we're gonna be talking about the movie in the mouth of madness and again this is again part two point <laughs> two point oh the remix and this is going to conclude again our apocalypse trilogy for this month from the man, the legend, John, John Carpenter. Carpenter. John motherfucking Carpenter. Which and, was uh, uh, a bit out of his usual wheelhouse of movies. Say, like, in, Oh, yeah. This one was wild. Like, I, I really of, think like, like this movie was not uh, something he attached himself to and like, the, produced. Like, the amazing, music, you know. for sure, was well, like, his, his, his first time touching a guitar or something. I don't know. Like, it sounded very, like, almost... Glam, glam metal, or whatever. Uh, hairy, hairy, crazy hair rock uh, throughout, or whatever. Well, this movie wasn't started. written by him. It was written by Michael DeLuca, which apparently yeah. he had asked John Carpenter when he first uh, wrote the screenplay wrote it, if he yeah, wanted like to wanted to be a part of it, and he re- he re- refused. He didn't want to be. Oh part wow! Of it. Then later on, when did this yeah. movie come out? It goes on 90, to direct it. That's like, fucking funny. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. 94. Okay, so yeah, when he got it later. So this on, was after uh, Jurassic Park, right? For Sam Neill, because wasn't Jurassic Park like '92 uh, or '93? Yeah, yeah, actually, or yeah. earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I mean, I, I don't know if uh, Sam Neill's uh, rising star went f- high enough. <laughs> uh, I only know talking about Jurassic Park, Park and, and Jurassic Park Three. <laughs> well, apart Jurassic from Jurassic Park, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I know I, mostly from. But I don't know if, what else he's done. Like Jurassic Park, well, Event Horizon. It was Event Horizon, 
uh, in the Mouth of Madness. Oh yeah, uh, he lucky. played, and this was before any of this. He played Damien, yeah, on the Omen three, okay. and um, yeah, that's. I mean, those are the, prim- the movies I primarily know him from. I don't know Sam Neill from much of anything else. Me and then, then of course we said Jurassic Park three. Um, so again, uh, John Carpenter. John Carpenter was he? No, like he's going to be. Oh, he is going to be. Oh, yeah, the okay. news. Oh, because they're doing like part. Jurassic World again, right? Like, yeah, two or Jurassic Universe or whatever. Didn't <laughs> uh, didn't didn't they already do Jurassic World two? Uh, yeah, they uh, just Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was. Are a you second. telling me he's he's a uh, he comes in on like the third part of trilogy or like movies? There's Always, Damien like, three. Uh, well, he, mean, he was the first Jurassic Park, but now yeah, oh, that'd be pretty funny, man. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Every uh, trilogy movie has Sam Neill in it in some role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this uh, this conspiracy's in the we're on the rug segment for that. Yeah, you know he was a droid in uh, Star Wars, right? Uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he also come out in like Return of the Jedi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of the stormtroopers there. Um, That's true. It was one and of his first came, roles. No. He also came out in uh, Revenge of the Sith, also. Right? Yeah, he was one of the little. Uh, they CGI'd him as a child, and he was one of the younglings <laughs> Anakin uh, slaughtered. Uh. You know, this this should maybe this should be a scholarly article on JSTOR. Uh Sam yeah, Neill's and presence. So in, to uh, our listeners, I'm not sure the offer's still available, but JSTOR, which if you don't know, is a huge academic database uh full of uh all sorts of goodiness. Uh it's available free to you now because of coronavirus. Yeah. So if there's one uh Nice things happen with COVID. Uh, apparently, the ivory tower has cracked its doors a little bit to the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's all gone down to shit now. So, you know, I um, I really miss J Store, man. I used to read those articles all the time. They got to figure college. out a way. To, Dude, like, is this like the start of a fucking uh, Isaac Asimov's Foundation series? So the way we do go about it though is that we put all the information public. And then the public downloads it, and then later that gets put in the great library after the, um, after the apocalypse or the rapture. The rapture. I can't remember what the fuck happens, but there's like a period of galactic decay or whatever. And the first book of the Foundation series, which is actually like a prequel to it, is really cool because they talk about this thing called psychohistory, where this mathematician is able to use math to basically look at the trajectories of the future mm-hmm. and it's not like foreseeing but he can look at trends and he foresees like some downfalls and shit and so he starts this it's the foundation project where they try to shore up all of you know humankind's knowledge into a vault basically to and then had some people to protect it as all this shit went down in the galactic empire so like um federation Wikipedia. you know what um I, I just didn't even come to mind right now, um, that we are doing the apocalypse trilogy and we're in the middle of this whole COVID virus thing. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm not COVID, like COVID, running out to go COVID, places apart COVID. from work right now. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in the middle of like a minor apocalypse right now, right. A minor apocalypse scenario, so to speak. Apocalypse. Um, apocalypse. So, um, 
we uh, we talked about this trilogy and like the connections between it, and it was primarily end of the world themed. And yeah. for in the mouth of madness, we I think we talked about it on the previous uh, podcast of Prince of oh, Darkness. Yeah. Was that the Daniel? I think you brought it up that the thing was the end of the self. The Prince of Darkness was the like the end of God, or something. And then uh, that in the mouth of madness was the end of reality. Yeah, it so, was all about the destruction of, and I, I don't remember yes, what sorry, like yeah. website I pulled it from, but yeah, it was like destruction of the self, of religion, so, and then of reality. reality. Um, and actually, I'm gonna right. pull up my old uh, notes on the thing where I wrote out like how these movies are similar, and think about it in that light. I didn't do that for Prince of Darkness, which I probably should have. Oh, it's I mean, like how all of these work as a trilogy and. We're still right. gonna have like more to go into. Oh, uh, we'll go. Th- we'll go through the movie like um, in a brief, not like minute by minute kind of thing. But we'll no do an overall uh, discussion of it in just a moment. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Damn it! I don't know where that file went. That Lots sucks. Save, save yourself. <laughs> At least a, por- <laughs> a portion of saving yourself. Well, I mean, I've got AOMX best of twenty nineteen of twenty twenty. I've got fucking only the strong. I got no. Oh, there it is. Notes for the thing. There you go. I actually titled it something proper. Cool. Um, <laughs> and I just scribbles. Like I've got a page full of notes here for. Um, oh, here we, here we go. 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 Like alternative um, names. For- oh, hold. Uh, one of them I think that is very salient is how the evil is transferred to humans physically. So you have in the thing, you have the actually how did it just copied shit. So I don't know how it really took over people, so to speak. Um, it gets exposed to their blood and then just like trans changes them. Well, does it like infect the blood and then it just morphs within? Yeah. Like at a rapid pace. That actually wasn't clear because actually all the other movies, it was pretty clear about the transmission of evil. It germinates in the body and then when it feels they're threatened or. Because it was a very like physical, like bonding thing. Because you have like Sutter Kane with the little dude on his back. And then Prince of Darkness, you have spitting, you know backwash at people and apparently that you know <laughs> turns them into well, that, like you have the fucking fourth dimensional harbinger being sort of thing yeah, across the mirror not harbinger um, but yeah i mean them too we argue is that that fucking thing has like like the, all those crazy weird powers and shit not to not to even the homeless folks and like their weird view and uh, all three are super Lovecraftian, but Mouth of Madness is the most directly related, I feel. I mean, I, I mean, just I think from calling this, them like the old ones or whatever, think, you yeah, know, yeah. as far as the scope for it, it's it's a much larger scope uh, than like, you know, the apocalypse and the thing, which is basically just like, OK, person to person in this small area like this is going to try to survive and. If that goes out to the rest of the world, you know, they're, they're going to be fucked. And then, like, in um, Prince of Darkness, you have this same thing or whatever, sort of. Like but it's coming, infection. though. That's the thing. A small infection that's, like, supposed to lead to the apocalypse. And, uh, or as well. And then, uh, lastly, with. Um, if they didn't think to break network, the mirror, that was the apocalypse right there. That one, like, is basically, like, if the first two succeeded, 
I guess. Actually, that's literally what it would, would be because like this this guy infects them through the the written word. Well, whatever. all three movies I think suggest success for the bad guys to some degree. Um, because you have in the thing you have uh. Well, like, didn't they all either? They left it ambiguous. You couldn't tell if it. Yeah, died you couldn't tell. It, it was like didn't. McCarty or whatever the fuck, uh, beautiful Snake Pliskin was in that movie, yeah, and yeah. the yeah. other dude. And then you have uh, in Prince of Darkness, you have dipshit Brian or whatever trying to reach into the mirror <laughs> after his like space or his is now interdimensional Punani. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then in this one, like the the world, like. But you I really mean, know, you see, you shit really breaking, you see part. shit breaking out. You see the Sam Neil going, you know, yeah, watch actually, the it's, film it's version. Kind of like in, in, but you don't know for certain. Prince of Darkness, like they had actually walked through that mirror, said, like a window that just got torn the fuck out. Shit, came in. Are you talking about the he, ending of the movie where, like, there's about to touch it and then it cuts away? Um, yeah. Or are you talking about the other part where they actually break the mirror? No, no, no. Um, no, no, no. With right the, the dude that. reaching into the mirror. Yeah, right yeah, before yeah. that. At the, very, at the very end, right? Yeah, when they're towards it. And then, so, what kind of bugged me about, so, like, you guys remember the scene, though, in uh, Mouth of Madness where, like, the door rips apart and, you know, it breaks the fourth wall or whatever. Yeah. But, like, uh, of, of reality, because, like, you see, like, you know, the, the text or whatever. Sutter Kane's writing on the inside of the, I guess, hole in the wall. On the other side of it, rather. Um, when all those fucking, like, creatures come out at him, like, I saw a, a making of clip of it at one point. Like, these guys did a shitload of work, though, apparently, for that, like, one 10 second, you know, stretch of time where Samuel's character is running down the uh, corridor and being mm-hmm. chased. Like, mm-hmm. do you guys? I I thought that was such a cool like underused scene. Like it sucked to like read about it after the fact. Oh, because well, what they I shot it really about well. was that you like, know they had glimpses of that that run away, the uh, running through the tunnel scene and seeing yeah, the creatures like on the side and behind work. them. They they showed that a little bit earlier in the movie, but I think they probably could have had that weaved in a little bit more, like maybe into his dreams or something, and that would have been really cool. Actually, up until that point, I was kind of pretty happy with the the amount of like movie uh, monster movies they were showing us. Like, I thought they were pretty smart about how, or I mean, conservative, right? About how they showed uh, either full screen or side screen or whatever, anything with having to do with. Um, well, yeah, because I, I think if you show the the monster like full on, and even for a prolonged amount of time, it kind of kills the effect. Yeah, I mean, yes, but like. Uh, I mean, in that, like, it was just as opposed to the thing where there's just like a lot of screen time for all this oh, fucked yeah. up, you know, like body horror. This one was a lot more conservative. There's, I guess, more subtle with it. Um, and I liked it up until that point because the scale of the amount of, you know, like just the shit that they had going on uh, on the screen at at, uh, at that point, you know, again, with him running down the corridor and this just like wall of teeth and fucking claws and shit coming after him. Um it seemed to me like that 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 there was a lot there that they could have you know done with. Like it just seemed really cool. It was like, oh fuck, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And then you know he just fucking blacks out and boom, like that's the end of it kind of thing. Um, well, I think that kind of fits within the 
you know, the destruction theme that I stole oh, from somebody, yeah. you know, because yeah. <laughs> you have destruction of the self and the thing. So you have all that body horror. So I think it's also reflected in like the visual art of the movies. Um, so you have all that body horror bullshit going on in the thing to work with the destruction of the self, then yeah. destruction of religion, um, which actually I think apart from the major plot, the whole like, Oh, you know, or not actually it was the major plot of the movie, but it was so undersold about the whole, like, you know, that one, you know, we talked about in the episode that that two minute scene where, they talk about how you know Jesus was an alien and all this bullshit. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so there, Satan is son of the. Space and so I feel like overall, like without like that like two minute scene, I think that movie really failed entirely in trying to sell the destruction of religion idea. Yeah, I actually think that uh, at the mouth of madness or whatever, I'm never going to get it right. Um, and then the destruction of reality has, has a closer tie a, to that one than there is a. De-emphasis upon you know the body horror and all that shit because it's you know Sam Neill basically losing his shit because that's how reality actually is like reality gets broken right? yeah so um, so I think yeah. that's kind of fuck man maybe I think I actually just kind it of gained a whole new so, appreciation for this trilogy with the whole like visual art. I form think, intersecting with the idea of these themes that are allegedly within these movies. That's it's almost cool. like uh, uh, fucking madness or whatever. It took like elements and themes and um, well, I, I would have to say even fucking, I don't know if they reused any uh, props or whatever, but from uh, the thing and Prince and like put them into at the mouth. How do you figure? Well, like, so like how, again, how we were talking about how these like particular things failed here and there, like you can see them both as like culminating at in the mountains. Uh, there's gotta be like a shorter way to say this fucking movie's name. It's so tiresome to repeat it so much. Um, so like, you know, you have the body <laughs> horror in the thing and like how it goes through everyone. Um, you, you can see that, um, in, in, uh, mouth of madness. And then in the same, like, again, how you see those, um, like the the semi or like half at half baked destruction of religion in Prince of Darkness, and you see that directly in Mouth of Madness again, where Sutter Kane um, con convinces an entire population uh, to read his book more than the Bible. I mean, that was like so. A are you so also okay? Going back to the theme of like so those are like a the destruction or whatever, <laughs> but ah, where should I go with this? Hmm. <sighs> I'm just trying to think about like that ramping that Carpenter had in his movies, you know, structure self, religion, reality, and where you have less ambiguity, the more micro microscopic you go in view. So super ambiguous, probably not a lot of impact in the thing. Mm -hmm. Then that jumps a little bit in Prince of Darkness, and then it's way more overt in Mouth of Mouth Madness, Madness, if that makes any sense. Sure. That was more or less along the same uh, lines that I was thinking. Are you, are you okay. saying, like, are you I, saying I guess like, I just like, took 20 minutes of rolling garble and I, put it I, into two words, yeah, which yeah. works. Are you saying like, like yeah, things become like less tangible as the movies progress? I mean, um, because, I mean, you have, like you said, physical. And oh, then, I like, actually really like belief. I wasn't even really thinking about it from that perspective. I was thinking about just how the way these, you know, various themes are portrayed and how overt they are and their successes. 
Um, but I really like that idea you just brought up, which beer made me forget. So what were you, what were you saying again, though? Like uh, physical. I said, I said, as the movies progress, like they get less like physically tangible. I mean, because you said in the, the thing, it's like there's a lot of physicalness that goes on with the actual uh, taking over of the species. The Oh, alien. actually, well, yeah, I, think, I like I that. And then, like, yeah, and then Prince of Darkness, physical, there's a lot of tangible stuff because you have like the Bible yeah. to be shit, on it, and you have like yeah. mirrors to touch. You have, and then, and then in Mouth of Madness, it's all in the mind, so you can't really. Yeah, it's all no that visual shit. Yeah. yeah. So no once again, I think that, that depiction so of the way like the visual art is depicted uh, goes well within like the overall arcs of these movies, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. So. I'm actually really intrigued when we get to the concludium episode where we talk about all three of these. Um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm going to go back and watch all three of them and think of them as like a, a unit or whatever. Um, hmm. we'll, but I think this uh, discussion we've had so far about some of these, you know, you know, trends or or whatever yeah, you want to call them, we've related, found. What we're um, well, I guess we are should write intriguing a paper to follow on these know. movies. <laughs> Uh, but just uh, I guess getting back to actual physical. Oh, back to the movie, movie. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Um, we're not at the conclusion. I haven't even gotten to like the synopses. Well, the, again, yeah. yeah, the synopsis again. What we've been talking about as far as like the reality and kind of not knowing what is what in this situation. We start off the movie with the the doctor who is just comes out in the very beginning and kind of like somewhere in the middle. And the main character is John Trent, played by Sam Neill, and he's a patient in a psychiatric hospital. And basically, he recounts his story. Um, I don't recall it. You're just, it's kind of like just a, a faceless figure, right, at, at some point? Or like it does turn into someone who's talk, he's talking to in the actual psychiatric ward. Oh, no. It's, it's not, it doesn't even start off as a faceless person. Like, he, you know, it starts off, he's being dragged in by the porters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, kicks one of them in the balls or whatever. And I'm surprised they don't beat the shit out of him. But they throw him in a little, you know, padded room. Sorry about the balls. Lucky up comes another therapist or some, like, doctor from another hospital that's going to talk to him. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, like, uh, basically, Sam Neill is an insurance investigator. And he's been hired to... Well, he's an insurance fraud investigator. fraud investigator excuse me and uh he is hired to by he's hired by a publishing company that is uh searching for their bread and butter artist or author uh sutter kane because he's gone he's gone missing and of course he's there to investigate on whether or not they collect their insurance money on the actual author like reference Stephen King or whatever his little thing like yeah it's like if Stephen yeah. King dropped off like right before fucking it was dropped you know yeah. <laughs> well, like, what, what, what do you remember what the line that's was, the impact though, you know what was that well do you remember what the line was for that the, what that, that he sells he sells lips, more lips than styles you're still attention <laughs> oh about uh, selling more copies yeah. of the Bible or whatever yeah no 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 that's later on. Well, he um, sounds what he like. He's uh, more red than uh, Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Nobody, you know, Roland, you actually got her name right, Linda Styles. You were. 
Oh, it's because I'm our... looking at the IMDb here, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, oh, you, no. you didn't have anything to look at the last time. This bitch fooled me last time, yeah, but it's the uh, you know, style. <laughs> um, right, yeah, so, I mean, Sutter Kane's name itself is, is, is a, like, play-on joke or whatever for Stephen King. Yeah, they both have the same and, uh, first letter and last... Yeah, it's almost like an homage to him. Place, or at least phonetic sounding he, letter. So Trent's character... Uh, same syllables, yeah. The, like, he knows nothing about this author. He knows nothing about this fucking, like, a trend that is apparently, like, fucking frenzying through uh, the nation or the world when they hire him. And uh, <laughs> so he, he goes and he fucking, like, What's the name of that that movie uh, with um, like the fucking like the not not like the paper boy, <laughs> like the little the bus boy or whatever they have you know like working in the bottom of a business and like he fucking like takes all those pins and draws lines and shit all over the walls. Is that like a, fuck? I'm what the fuck that. are you talking about? I'm trying to remember this stupid <laughs> fucking like um, scene from a movie that basically like this Trent dude goes and does that with Sutter Kane's books. Like he fucking reads them all and then like tears off the the title pages and like fucking, you know, takes some safety scissors to him and apparently puts together a map. Right. Like, how he researches the whole thing. I'm just trying to I was trying to think of a way to fucking explain it because it is so fucking stupid, ridiculous. It's just like Are you talking oh, about like when he gets the book covers, cuts them out and then makes bullshit. the map? Yeah, exactly. And it just so happens that this map overlays, and, um, and by just so happens to overlay, I mean, it actually doesn't. He pulls the shit out of his ass, but he, he overlays a map or transparency over it saying, oh, it fits here. But, and, and the thing uh, why I want to call bullshit on that is because the, the uh, owner who is played by, um, oh, fuck, what the hell is the name? Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston, yeah. yeah. He's the and uh, Styles' character are like, how did you find this out? This isn't on any maps. It doesn't line up to anything. And he's like... Well, actually, like if we go there and just check, like I think is what he sort of says, like you'll be you you'll see that I'm right. Like, yeah, I don't think he actually demonstrates like, that he knows this. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh no, this is totally like not batshit crazy or whatever at all. I wasn't drinking. I don't do drugs. <laughs> you know? Like I am professional, man. And here is how I I, I sniff out the the bullshit. Like what do you? You, like it makes me kind of wonder like how his other fucking cases went uh you know did he, like, <laughs> was he like, well fuck? you saw that like, he just had somebody dead to right somehow because he was able to find their like oh, right. side and bitches and follow them around and take yeah their- yeah i mean so it's like uh i guess i mean i guess he'd have to go through all their fucking trash and i don't know uh well what else do you think pis do man I know, but like it just sounds so gross to me to think about. Because you know, Roland, you uh, should become a PI. Ew! Investigate people, bro. Do it. Exactly. Yeah, I want to. I want to be a professional lurker, (laughs) fucking keeper. Um. So. So yeah, he uh, he fucking like Sherlock MacGyver's out this map. (laughs) Fucking brings it back to him. Nice. uh, I don't know how long they end up. They're they're driving right, like. Styles goes. Well, you don't you don't know for sure because time kind of like. Yeah, it's like a driving. It's wibbly wobbly and all that shit. 
when she yeah she's in exactly. the fucking clouds so man they, they, doctor. they decide to yeah. go like visit the town that is it timey wimey too yeah it is like, <laughs> map of bullshit and yeah so like when they're going out there styles like starts i hallucinating or just seeing crazy shit and that was actually one of my favorite scenes uh, see and i love that scene and this is why i think that like this entire movie is bullshit because like styles was there styles was there i mean so like (laughs) they there is this isn't like um oh fuck this isn't like the thing where you're left guessing necessarily about like you know who who uh who shot done it yeah uh, because they fucking like they wrap up all these little neat details in like one or two fucking lines at different points in the movie. So, I mean, <laughs> it's a cool argument, but it's also kind of dumb how they're just like, oh, you know, this 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 is the way the like this is the author's power over reality, and uh, you know, that's that answers that question. But so, what happened? Like, I I remember there was two parts to that that scene. Like, first, um. The, Styles hits a what she thinks is a kid on a bike. Yeah. Uh, no, no, she sees a kid. She sees a kid. She sees a kid on the bike, exactly uh, riding in the kid. direction that she's driving. Yeah, and, and then it's and then and he kind of like disappears behind her. Then yeah. she they keep they keep on going, and then she, <laughs> she sees the old man. Him head on. <laughs> no, no, well that well he passes her first. Oh, does and then she's kind of yeah, yeah. She's kind of confused. Yeah, she looks back, and then she's kind of like looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Then at some point she he, he comes again. back and like yeah yeah he appears again mean. and then she hits him, yeah. And that's when you have and, that. and I think it's supposed to be the kid like yeah exactly. Yeah. So this was uh, like I guess the first introduction of of uh, like a break with reality or whatever. Um, and I find it funny that like Trent wasn't even the one to ex- first experience it, unless you yeah. include his dream sequences or whatever. That was kind of nifty because like yeah. They did it to like the fourth, fifth fucking power or whatever. Like you, you know, you've you guys have seen movies where it's like, oh, this is the dream within the dream, and so this one, like, he must have woke up like four times or whatever within. <laughs> yeah. I think the yeah. same sequence. <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh. After the second, I was like, haha. You know, I like after the third, I kind of chuckled. And after the fourth, I was like, man, yeah, you're fucked. And that, <laughs> like, yeah, when, when, this, he did, when he was when he was dreaming silly. when he was dreaming within the dream, that's when he saw the the agent. Sutter Kane's agent, like saying, uh, "Yep, I, f- I forgot oh. what he says." And then, like those people surround him with the axe, you, and start like fucking uh, hacking do, away. Do you read? Do you Sutter want Kane? some of this, buddy, or something like that? Do you read Sutter Kane? No, well, no, that, no, that's the that's the cop. And then at some point, like there's a group of them, and I think and he sees the, the cop three times. The first time, yeah. he passes, like his face mm-hmm. is kind of fucked up, and then the second time, he gets chased over into there by the hobos, and mm-hmm. then the last time, he's in his bed or whatever, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Turns over, <laughs> the cop is there, like, "Hey, baby." And I think there was one more, not like. Roland, are you tapping on the mic stand? Yeah, I'm, I think he is. Stop, stop, stop doing that, dude. Do your usual like weird, like borderline, or sorry, borderline, ha, uh, borderline autistic spectrum, like hands, you know, manipulation in the air. Yeah, I don't like that. And shit. It's just weird and distracting. I'd much rather just like find. Some stuff. <laughs> ah, yes, here we go. Have it's like pencil. your it's like your safety sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that is my spit guard from all of these disgusting people out and about in my world breathing up on my air. Now so okay, I, I we left off with uh, her, you know, hitting the hitting the old the kid the old man kid 
she gets off the car and uh, like is freaking out, and and uh, Trent's character gets down as well, or Trent's character, uh, Sam Neill's character, Trent, gets down as well, mm-hmm. only to find that the old man is fine. You know, like he gets back up on on his bike. Well, she doesn't even see him get up. He kind of just no, like yeah, magically just, gets back on the bike, and then like she goes up away. to him, and like while uh, Neil's Sam Neill's character is still in the car, she goes up to the to the, the old man kid, and. The kid just what does the kid say? Uh, he won't let me die. He won't like let that. me leave. He won't let me leave. Yeah. yeah, he won't let and me leave. And then like she uh, Styles' characters uh, is just keep saying that's entertaining. Styles goes and is just like, oh, "Are you okay?" She turns away for a second, you know, as Trent walks up, and then yeah, like you said, the kid just like he pop magically pops a appears uh, on his fucking bike, like heading off. Um, when they get back in the car, I think though there the second part of that scene was uh, when apparently the road disappears out from under the car. And yeah, she's uh, she looks is, down like, driving and driving on air. Clouds, um, yeah, she's or, driving on like the clouds or some shit. Right, she's driving on on a, on top of a storm, basically fucking like lightning and. And then they hit the tunnel, right? And then yeah. they pass through the tunnel. Right. And all of a sudden, it's daylight. The and then Sam Neil wakes up. He's like, oh, oh, hey. They like. She appears at the you know out out of a what turns out to be as she turns around like a, a a wooden bridge tunnel, which was only like forty or fifty feet long. Like it's pretty pretty short. Yeah. And it can, felt I, can like, I ask you a question? Have Have you guys ever experienced anything that disorienting when you're driving? Um. Every time I see that scene, it rem- maybe, I, I I I think I told you the last time, and Daniel, I'm not too sure if you remember me saying this, is that. Driving at night, I've experienced like seeing weird shit on the road. Oh uh, yeah, sure. And oh, yeah. I yeah. I saw like a a giant purple pig, which it seemed like to be at the end of the road, but there was no end of the road. You know, like it kind of just it was a giant purple pig just there. Damn. And I would just stare at it for the longest time, but I mean, it as you right and, and you never reach you never reach it. You know, it's always in the same dis- amount of distance from you Chase from the car. Pig, yeah. Ray. And uh, Roland, we did mention that we, this wasn't anything that we were hallucinating, that we saw like that half torso body out in the road oh, when we were coming back from yeah, Corpus. And, that was <laughs> a nice call. Fuck. Yeah. It's kinda, kinda but again, uh, if you would like to uh, listen to that tidbit of a story, you can uh, listen to the first version of this episode. That? That'll be tacked on to the end of this one. Boy. Continue. So, yeah, right. Like at that point, there. What was the name of the town, dude? That they that Hobbs End arriving in Hobbs End. Um. So I had looked up earlier, or whatever. Like you guys know about all the Lovecraft references. I didn't know they had like direct ones necessarily, until I looked up the names of all the books um, that Sutter Kane writes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just rattled them off really quick. Um, the Whisper of the Dark uh, is the same as Lovecraft's Whisper in Darkness. Mm-hmm. The Thing in the Basement is the same as the Thing on the Doorstep. The Haunter Out of Time is the Haunter of the Dark or the Shadow Out of Time. And Hobbs mm-hmm. End Horror uh, is the Dunwich Horror. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft. And another, there's another reference there, but I mean, I was only looking at Lovecraft stuff. Um, I was telling Ray, I guess the last time we tried at cord for this 
bit that uh, Kane's character to me uh, seemed like it was, um, I guess, sort of a placeholder for uh, uh, Yogg-Sothoth um, fucking character. Yeah, yeah, you did mention that. Because, uh, or like the, to me, it just, I, just, it sort of screamed that he had his last scene wherein, like, Kane almost acts like the key. Also, or like being right literally behind him. When, Roland, uh, speaking to the mic. Shit, sorry. <laughs> um, so, oh, has that yeah, been the like, whole problem this whole time? <laughs> Sutter, Sutter Kane. Uh, uh, yeah, we identified it, bud. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I'm like barely, barely moving, son of a bitch. Well, so um, Sutter Kane's character to me was was a bit like that. Uh, I guess the Yogg Sothoth character. Uh, trying to think of fucking allegory for him. he's pretty. I don't think it's the right word. Trying to. Th- um, for uh, for Yogg Sothoth in that like in that role. Well, I mean, I guess he'd be like a literal allegory. Aren't you talking about Yogmoth from Magic? It's Mog Yototh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, but where did we leave off? Right. So they get to the fucking town, and um, at this point, Trent's character, he's still pretty uh, nonchalant, I guess, about everything. Uh, until well, yeah, because he he doesn't he doesn't he's a total he still skeptic. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, right. he's, he's looking for the con because he's like you know yeah. And so and when yeah, it's, it's, so when it, so for our listeners who may have not seen this, when it comes out like him discovering Hobbs End, he's just like, I got you, motherfucker. Like right, the whole time, here, he's like, I got you, bitch. You yeah, know, they get there and he's like, I yeah. told you it was here, whatever. And, yeah, uh, obviously he didn't he he didn't see um, any of the shit that happened before they no, got there. So I mean, even that when they're in the that hotel. And he's That's when telling she her starts that, to notice things. Uh, well, yeah, really but I mean, he he's like one of the things that he tries to prove her wrong on is that he's oh, like, right. when you look out of the window, you're supposed to see the church, and right, he opens yeah. the window, and it's just like a barn, like a barn. And yeah. she, she she tells Which him please. that oh, you you uh, weren't reading close enough, and it's right. supposed to be on the east, and she opens it, and the church is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So. And that's that's I think where he about shits himself because. Well, just a little bit awkward. of a squirt, you know. A little bit, yeah. Like I mean, like, I think he really. Actually, because he was he still really, pretty like nah. Pop, I think he really starts to poke a turtle head out when he's like going downstairs and like sees the painting <laughs> look weird. Yeah, the painting. Yeah, yeah. how it keeps like, shifting and really shit. Yeah. And then, like right after that, he he meets the uh, the receptionist owner lady or whatever in her. Uh, I don't know what the hell to call it. Her inside out uh uh face body or oh whatever. behind her yeah uh after uh Roland uh going towards like after they see that church they go to the church to kind of like see if uh, Sutter Kane is there and they find a like a like a posse of people going to there's to a the mob church. it's a it's mob, mob. Yeah, it's, it's a proper mob, mob. yeah. 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 Right. And uh, Roland, you mentioned this the last time, and I didn't catch it, uh, that the main guy who's leading the mob is... Uh, oh, Vigo. Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does he say to his kid? Johnny, no. Or Johnny, come back. Johnny, or, no. Yeah, like, it's like, no. <laughs> he actually had a cool, like, 
the end, the, like the end of his role in the movie was cool. Like, the, oh fuck was, yeah, that suicide you know, role just, was they, awesome. Yeah, if they had just left him in the bar, like me this way. They wouldn't have needed to like. Then eats a in, fucking in the rest bunch of, of buckshot. Waters will wouldn't be. have had to do that stupid shit in the church or whatever. Bring me my Johnny or whatever you said. Like, <laughs> it's because he wrote him that way. What is will be no more. Yeah, yeah. His in his best off Vigo voice. Um, oh, but so when they're at this church and there's a mob again. there Sorry, that's demanding <laughs> the, to see Sutter Kane or whatever, or the release of Sutter Kane, right, so and they, Vigo's there like, my boy, my boy, or whatever. Well, I mean, and, as it starts off, though, though, I'm sorry, but... Oh, with the kiddos? When he when he talks to, right, like, they're right, they're right before, but when he talks to the receptionist lady, I'm sorry, I'm going way the hell back, he actually asks her about Sutter Kane, and mm-hmm. they have no, she has no idea who she's, like, referring to. Who he's referring to, and they just decide to go to that church randomly, right? Because, I mean, it. It. it besides the fact that like Styles turned out to be right about how she uh, uh, had the uh, um, the fucking geography of goddamn uh, town from the book, um, th- they 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 just fucking go uh, decide to go to that church for no reason, right? Why? No. Like that's what I'm asking. No, no, no. They're going to go investigate it for some yeah. fucking reason. But like, it's not. It, but I, I don't think it was it's really just explicit because... why they go uh, yeah. out there. So yeah, yeah that, and yeah, no. That's that was that was what I or what I was trying to remember. And then you know it leads into <laughs> uh, to the church. Well, to the kids scene and then the church scene. But uh, the fucking you can't forget about the kids though. Like those little like rat gremlins. Yeah, the children of the corn demon. embodied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah, well, the corn and fucking—I don't know what the hell to call it—like all those fa- all those fucking teeth from from eating a dog's leg or something like that. Children That's, of the soccer. Yeah, they apparently there was like a a three-legged dog in, the, in there, and their mouths were all bloody. So, <laughs> so facto, you know, they were playing a little too rough or whatever. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> the. Uh, That'll be the next thing, man. Kids are fucking crazy with pets, so I. <laughs> but they love them, and uh, then I don't think they ever show up again, do they? It's that's the kids. Um, the movie, yeah. yeah. Do they? Yeah, they come out later on. Yeah, yeah. They're all more. They're more fucked up the next time around. Like, yeah, they're, they're way the more aggressive and shit the next time. They're but like, like their, fa- their their faces are all fucked up. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they are yeah. like that. So right, and I think Roland. Uh, like one of the things we saw, or I I saw, I think I showed it to you as well, um, it. where it goes through the covers. It shows like uh, each of the characters have uh, a kind of, or it shows like the progression of the story or the movie within the covers of the stories that uh, Sutter Kane wrote. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yes. You remember wait. that? Um, you mean when he's wait? What scene is that again? Sorry. Well, it's not a scene. I mean, no, no, no. Uh, just the covers one, of the one, book. One of like, the observations. Yeah, that they had uh, was that the covers of the books that Sutter Kane wrote kind of yeah. show the progression of the movie. Um, oh, um, yes, there. I think like the actual imagery from from the titles of the books. Yeah, uh, there was pictures of Trent's 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 character. I think was on the last one. Yeah, that's that one was called. Uh, yeah, like, literally on the last yeah. one. It's just him like running like. Well, he's it's him looking like a fucking lunatic. So. It was sort of like a, like the like a foreshadowing or whatever of the of the whole movie. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I forget what the other ones were. I know one of them was the church, and I want to say that was. Hold on. I'm trying to find the names of all the covers. Yeah, I've got them right here. Um, so. In their particular order. Hobbs and Core, then the last Honor of Time, Sing in the Basement, Whisper Dark. I just said them backwards. The the Haunter Out of Time, is that when Linda, he shows Linda Styles the book? Because like, I'm looking at the cover itself, and it shows her kind of like going crazy or going mad, hmm. kind of staring cool. into uh, a book probably, there. Uh, let me see. I have a Um, what's up? Actually, there's a, is it a Facebook group called the Paranormal Intelligence Bureau? Huh. And well, the, the last, um, post that, (laughs) the last post that they have, or the post that's at the top is called this is it's called it says this is gold Sutter Kane's book covers from in the mouth of madness and this was February 13 2017 hmm. and it just shows all the covers to yeah, in the mouth so of madness the, I'm looking at it right here Hunter out of time yeah it's it's when uh Styles meets uh Sutter Kane finally immediately following or leading up to it I I, I f- because that's when like Basically, her sense of self is is just destroyed mm-hmm. when she yeah. like that she was fucking mad. Realizes that she she doesn't exist as insofar as uh, outside of uh, the author's um, script, whatever he has uh, or is was reading. Um, what are the other ones? Hobbs and horror take a quick look at that um do 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 fuck me something better than that I guess not Hobbs and Horror is just it looks like kind of fucking demon thing running out of a church uh do do wasn't that supposed to be the one with the killer grandma in in owner one of them does have the killer like uh lady in there on the but um yeah so i mean i would say like to our listeners i mean go check out the covers they look pretty cool but you can see any kind of pulp type of uh horror yeah pulp horror fiction bullshit that kind of looks exactly like this in the thing in the basement yeah God damn it, well, Roland. We need so, to uh, <laughs> get both of us buy copies of uh what is it, Arkham Horror or no Eldritch Horror. That's the world based one. Oh yeah. And play that together for Blade Quest. That would be a lot of Because yeah, right, there's uh some board there's games that are totally Lovecraftian like influences. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. super fun. We we sell those at we sell those at my place of business. So. Yep. Oh, word! I didn't yeah, realize that they did. Uh, they had uh, board games there. That's cool. Well, I mean, I remember having like the like basic like Monopoly and shit, but like 
Actually, no, we have a lot of cool. shit there, bro. Actually, it would be there, perfect man. because Ray gets the discount. And those things That's, cost. Uh, I'm gonna money. I'm gonna cut that out of the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those so, things. So I mean, uh, I mean, as far as like the movie is but concerned, cool. and like, um, of course, I mean, we could go through like little pieces here and there. Like, what are your guys' favorite scenes that oh. we can actually talk about? Well, like, I mean, in the scope of things. Dude. Do, do. pretty much when it gets interesting like once they meet Sutter Kane and then after Styles goes to meet him pretty much how like the entire well how, how reality gets fucked after that is is where I thought it was yeah I mean I know at some point he comes back and he like he he doesn't like the the guy who sent him which is Charlton Heston's character which is right. like the head of the publishing company yeah he says that author. that the girl wasn't even with him right when he finally when mm-hmm. fucking escapes or whatever and he goes back uh to talk to him what does he what does he what does he tell him that she doesn't exist and then also that he had uh, sent the manuscript to him like weeks ago yeah Yeah. when 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 trent uh is like okay just don't publish he he asks him not to publish the book you know i won't send it i forget what he says if he's like i'm not going to give it to you or something and that's when charlton essence character responds with yeah like uh, you sent it to us a long time ago and it's already out, son, yeah. and I think after that, doesn't he just sort of like get himself committed by killing some kid with an axe? Yeah. Forget what. I'm the... sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Who is he killing? What, Ray? You he said you you said he he killed he got committed by killing and then he kind of cut off. He, yeah. So some kid, some kid with an axe, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Like he he yeah. goes and and then that's where it like jumps back to the uh, beginning of the movie. Um. One of yeah. my favorite my, scenes, yeah, absolute favorites, was at the one of the really early on in the movie, um, when the doctor who shows up to talk to Trent when he's in the nut house shows up, and Trent had only asked for a single black crayon, and all he wrote was like crosses all over yeah. the fucking <laughs> room on himself, on his clothes and stuff. I don't know, but I like how the doctor's like, okay, well, nice show at like bullshit. Now let's yeah. talk about what's really going on. And then that doctor is totally set, like ends up buying it, I think. And then like the, the things kill him in the fucking hallway of the mental hospital. But I think I that, that, that scene early on where he just initially assumes that Trent is just making it so that they keep him in there. Right, so there's like that suspense of like, yeah, you're um, not crazy. I mean, the you're only trying to paint yourself can, as crazy. What actually happened? And I, I thought that was cool. Try to understand about why the doctor not maybe not necessarily like so readily believes him as in so much as uh, like he finds his story plausible is that maybe he had already known about like the, uh, what I assume to be the build up to that point is like the trend of people turning into fucking like Sutter Kane fucking uh, fanatics or whatever like doing crazy shit to each other or maybe just the announcement of the movie where like you know who knows how long you know john trent was out of it and shit and he's like you know there's a movie because then the dude's like like, oh shit you know there is a movie fuck you know (laughs) right but like i mean at that point i'm 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 just thinking about how all of his fucking fans have been cultified or whatever for oh from his books you know and like that's 
that was like the fucking so like the riots are happening it's bad out there and then it's like oh here's the confirmation of how this went down exactly yeah Um, yeah so i can only assume that that's why the doctor was like okay fuck like this this sort of matches up with whatever it is you know i i I imagine there were other people that the fucking doctor may have interviewed or like other forms of information that they've pulled from like all this kind of weird shit or whatever that apparently is more than likely happening with with fucking sutter kane mania kind of crap that's going yeah well i mean um we talk about quickly the end of the movie um we we do see uh trent's character he escapes and he ends up in the movie theater uh in which he's gonna go see the movie called in the mouth of madness in which he's pretty much looking at his own story his whole life yeah yeah and it ends with him laughing hysterically it's a it's a perfect ending to this movie because it, it takes some of the earlier uh you know things that trent believed uh you know at the the movie and like actually you know what it made that movie perfect it. if he was laughing so hard he choked on the popcorn he was eating and died <laughs> <laughs> the director's cut um <laughs> that's uh the dark I, I can see, like, see john 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 carpenter's humor in that last bit if that was on the cutting room floor he's like what are you just choking like he just choked like, <laughs> dude right. So John Carpenter, let us know if you're still alive. I actually don't know. He is. He is. Oh, so I, uh, hey, man, and Sam Neill, let us know if that was a scene you filmed. Right. So kind of like that's the a, post that's, that's, that's about, a good uh, post, yeah. Well, dude, you know, like I tried to get Billy Corgan to maybe get some attention to us for our Smashing Pumpkins episode we're going to do yeah, later right. today <laughs> uh, with my bald ass head. God damn it. So <laughs> yeah. So towards. Yeah, Roland, do you know what I did? Did I tell you? I don't think I did. I saw pictures. We just saw a picture of you doing it, but I, I, don't, I don't know if you uh, proclaimed Saw the Twitter you... post yeah, I put yeah. out. Oh. <laughs> I need to get So I shot a photo of myself completely, you know, bald-headed, and then said I was all dolled up for the Smashing Pumpkins episode. <laughs> And then I tagged uh, Billy Corgan's like official bullshit. Ah, um, ah, <laughs> I mean, I got Eric Idle to say hello to me after a random post. So maybe yeah. we can get you know. Yeah, well, the he'll, vampire he'll, guy. He'll send you a like your. He'll send you a leather skirt or whatever in the mail. No, nah, he'll just send me like here's this lotion I used whenever I cut the fuck out of my head when I <laughs> shaved it myself too. Uh, I understand gross. your pain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That would be Cuz um, I am not going to lie. There were seen there were times where I was like, "Oh, I got more hair to shave." And then I kind of like run my hand over. It's like, "Oh, no, that's just blood running from my hand." <laughs> Cuz I had my glasses off and and it was all like shaving creamed up and shit, so I was like, "Uh, deceptive." <laughs> Shitty. It's why you gotta use experience. Why you gotta use shaving lotion, man? You can see you can see after even after you suds up the lotion as opposed to Barbasol or whatever you were hacking away. Lotion at. is what rich people use in their hands to keep them <laughs> soft because they don't work. Um, uh, I I thought it was because they were they were just nice to themselves that much or whatever. You know, you don't want to crank one out with dry dry skin. It's just uncomfortable no you use a lotion and maybe there's a byproduct of like soften up your hands a little bit but that's not the oh, purpose of it not the direct 
Okay, I got you. No, that's I, I can't I can't argue with that that flawless man logic there. That's that's good. But um I did want to ask, I guess, now that we're on that topic or not, what um what was your favorite Who are you asking? I don't think I said Daniel, right? Didn't that would be Ray. I just talked about my favorite scene, dude. We talked about it for like actually way longer than I thought we would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you just sort of like bring me back to that? Because <laughs> wow. uh, when the psychiatrist that went to go interview Trent in the early movie was like, bullshit, you're not crazy so you just because really we saw the crosses. Okay. I I thought that was awesome. But oh. I mean, the rest of the movie I mean, is amazing. But I think that that was just a nice little setup for the film. Okay. And and it tied itself together when he got annihilated by the elders, you know, that were in hiding. And I thought that was just badass. Sure. Okay. Because they're like, oh, he's in the secret. He knows what's up. Like, fuck you. Um, Nom, 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 nom time. It was all, yeah, like I'd mentioned before, it was all pretty good after, uh, I guess, they basically get to the town. Uh, But my favorite part of the movie was actually when Sutter Kane uh tears his face off whatever however you would describe that yeah uh, with the he turns in like the, the page or some shit right yeah well he he tears himself it, like his face off and it like he also at the same time merges or takes on the form or always was the like um the door behind him right. he was standing in that room that that i guess holds back uh whatever fucking uh things that he was able to make contact with um in or uh with his uh with his fucking writing mm-hmm. that i really like to like i'd mentioned before how it breaks the fourth wall because instead of well like first right he rips his face off like it's a page you're like okay it's a book that shows you outside of the the torn page it also happens to be a door and it uh mm-hmm. folded in uh it's a folded in page of a book. You can see letters on on the side of it of the tear. Uh, yeah, there's writing, and what sucked is that like I paid attention to the writing, and there was oh. never a Trent or whatever like in the narration. So maybe it was like, like one of the was... other books that was like a Sutter Kane novel that, that was cool like detail. written out. Yeah, but yeah, so I paid attention I to that, and like, some and like from the snippets paper. and shit, it just was like random, kind of like you could tell it was like kind of horror fiction in tone, but. Yeah. But I thought it would have been better if it like allied to Trent, like more direct or directly. Period. Um, Did uh, either of you guys laugh at uh, the scene where, um, after Linda Styles basically accepts her madness and rolled in as as uh, non-existent, um, she, or rather, Trent tries to leave town with her, and uh, she causes him to like lose control and pull the car over and oh, does yeah. that contortionist act or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, as as she's chasing him. did did you guys laugh at that because i did i laugh I, I didn't laugh i just thought it was, I thought it was cool. the funniest thing i was like oh what is that like are they like the, what's the sound of her bones twisting around is that like somebody stepping <laughs> on crackers or uh i read like it was kind of silly yeah because like, I, I, I didn't i didn't laugh i just thought it was cool so it was just it looked cool but it was also just it was someone like wearing their clothes on backwards and like yeah, yeah. like a like a mannequin head put on backwards and just sort of mm-hmm. like bobbed around like a 
I don't know, like a fucking retarded bird. I'm not really. You know, sure like right when you're that. making movies like this, and you need someone to, you need someone to do that. You're fairly happy that you know a contortionist person. You know, <laughs> that's when they come in handy. You know, like those like ballet people or whatever. I don't know. Well, not um, well. I mean, like probably those circus freaks. Circus freaks. You know, me. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to go there, but we're there now, and so hooray. Um, well, you're the one who called them freaks. We just call them circus people. I didn't you fucking dig it. <laughs> That was yeah, you just hooray. did. I you, said circus people. You said oh, they freaks. Must have, I, I must have no, said circus I said, freaks. Then. I said oh. people. That freak. must have been me who said that. Oh, I assumed it was Roland. Just I love, I love, I love all the know, freaks. I can understand sir. how you would make that mistake, Daniel, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. Anybody who's been in a room with you for five minutes would fucking come to that as some true the rest of their life, man. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. That's plausible. Okay, so, so let's um, talk about... Uh, ratings since uh, again, yes. we're doing like a tight 45, we're about tight episode, a little over 45, yeah. yeah. So, to- like a toy, uh, yeah. sorry, as, as far as uh, IMDb ratings is concerned, this movie got a 7.2 out of 10, which is, over, is like, pretty good considering you know it's a point. Can you go over how much money the movie like? Well, it, it, it had a budget of eight million, it made 8.9 million back. Fuck. So it was a little bit. Just, just, it, like, just made their money back. You know? It became a cult hit or whatever after the fact, like so many of these fucking films, didn't it? Uh, I don't know that it ended up making more money, if anything, from that. From, like, yeah, I don't know. Sales or whatever, VHS tapes. But I know it became, that's how it became, ended up uh, rising in popularity from that, from that point, not from its movie box office premiere or whatever um but yeah no so that was no no i mean most of john carpenter's movies again unless you're fucking halloween or oh. halloween did he <laughs> you, do, you don't have like another hit did you know? he do season of the witch no he didn't do season of the witch <laughs> and i mean look he, he was i think he was attached to it as a producer but i mean the yeah. whole point of halloween was to make it into an anthology movie but the only reason right. he did a second Michael Myers Halloween is because that's what the fans wanted. So mm-hmm. after that was done and they allegedly killed him off, that's when they jumped into the next uh, Halloween 3 season of The Witch uh, mm-hmm. movie, which is one of my favorites. It's a really good movie, but people hate it because there's no Michael Myers. And then you have part four because people bitched about it enough. The return of Michael Myers, Halloween 4, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. So. Um, but yeah, so it had a 7.2 out of uh, 10 on IMDb. Um, again, a uh, budget of 8 million, a gross, I guess, worldwide was 8.9 million, so it just barely made its money back. Jeez. And so we want to go sad. with our ratings. And you know, this is a really good movie. I'm it's it's unfortunate that these movies kind of get forgotten, and I'm yeah, pretty sure well. it was marketed against some kind of huge blockbuster at the time. I don't know what, but more than likely it is. Uh, I'm sure it'll get a reboot at some Yeah, point. and like at, the, at that particular time, horror was not was kind of in a down slope, you know? It wasn't yeah. very popular. Uh, yeah, it was so, like the era of the action movie, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or like the... Or I mean, the, like the, that, the grunge... Um, grunge action. The grunge the grunge movie. And I say, and I say that because like, uh, I think at that time, a lot of movies like uh, Reality Bites and Singles... All these young, twenty-one, 
or 20 young 20ish aged people looking for love can't find job it was those kinds of movies that were coming out at the time mm-hmm. right uh so uh daniel what is your one out of five rating for in the mouth of madness 4.25 4.25 all right and i don't have a thing to call it you know like a 4.25 yeah. blues but this movie um, didn't have like a specific call out like a character or yeah situation to glob on to i i feel like as a whole it's just a good movie for me personally like i I'm didn't really have it, too many favorite scenes you know it's just the kind yeah of the I'm, I'm giving it 4.25 be kind of because of that because overall it's a great movie but the point seven five I am pulling off is just because um, I really like Lovecraftian themed bullshit, and mm-hmm. so I'm taking that out of the equation for this just being like a fun, like kind of like you know sci-fi horror kind of film in general. Ha- but just you- every time there was kind of like a Lovecraftian looking thing or reference, I was just like, yes, yeah. Have you seen Event Horizon by chance? Um. I th- may have once upon a time, but I really, I may have not. Like, I think you it, might enjoy that one. It's it's really good, and I, I know Roland's proclaimed that it being like one of, of his favorite. top ten movies that he loves. Yeah, I just I can't think of a scene or um, whatever I the mean, fuck. You remember if you did like a lot of that? That movie's basically the thing in space. Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty much. Yeah, a little bit of Hellraiser, I guess. Or yeah. And There's Roland, what about you? Uh, I'll get around what, to what, it, I guess. what do you give this uh, movie uh, as a rating? I'll give it a three point eight. Um, I actually really liked it a lot, um, but it one it wasn't really one of those movies that I, 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 I sat there and like really paid attention to. I just played it, and it was kind of going on in the background, and I kept up with, with most of it. Um, you know, this movie it was just one of those movies that I'm just I, I don't know, like it wasn't amazing, but it was still like very good. Yeah. Thing. You know this oh. this movie and and like again, Prince of Darkness are ones of John Carpenter's that get forgotten that mm-hmm. even exist, and um, it's it's one of the and it's way better than Prince of Darkness for sure. Sure, um, but and I remember it, I said I, on the last episode, and I'll say it again. More... I like it better than the thing. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bold can... statement from a bold statement. Bold I mean, yeah. not really. Like coming from you, I. I'm not necessarily surprised. You tend to go with a bit more of a, uh, I, for lack of a better term, uh, like a total description uh, for everything. For, for your, Daniel, you know, so like the plot. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? A total description? Well, yeah, Jesus more Christ. of like a total description, like, Ray. Please <laughs> tell me how that makes sense. So like the thing. Hey, like, you're is, a total description today. <laughs> oh, thanks, like, mate. You know, I meant as like how fuck? you fucking like fart through movies or whatever, man. Excuse me, Jesus Christ. Like I like the thing the most for for Froud all of these because like I mostly glom onto the fucking body horror and the fucking. Um, effects that they use or, or practical effects they use but like i would have to say uh, objectively that the, the mouth of madness is, is probably a better movie all around because there's more story more dialogue like it's got a lot of the same fucking like designs that they use for the you know the creature feature shit from the other movies uh, but again like it's 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 got everything sort of like just uh in in more 
more of god damn it so yeah i was gonna <laughs> so have to explain all this bullshit to me in this oh i'm not fuck you i'm not apologizing <laughs> at all for anything i'm just annoyed that i have to go at length to explain my bullshit and fucking god damn it because dude. it is me you're a total description roland there you go thank you <laughs> i understand fuck you man <laughs> <laughs> I understand. yeah because it came out of some weird wow, Rolandia like, thought fuck you man like there was there was like like three different fucking uh, subtexts to that statement, Daniel. Wow, thank you. I like, man. And Roland, I know, but I'm playing with the one I'm gonna dick with you with. Wow, all of that, so much information. Uh, wow. You're such a um, description. Oh, God damn it! Yeah, I know. Um, I'll just real quick again because I've done I did this already. It's uh four out of five for me. Yeah. Um. It's one of uh, my favorite John Carpenter movies. I've seen it quite a few times, and Sam Neill's really good in it. I love all the Lovecraftian uh, Roland allusions, and um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just a good movie all around. And I, it's unfortunate that all the other folks that were a part of the thing uh, didn't get to be a part of this one because they really like this movie as well. So hopefully we can get them individually on the concludium. That's yeah. Roland's words, not mine. Yeah, and I made word good. Yeah, you make word good. You make good so words. Make strong words, solid make word. Strong words, solid right. word. The These best words. words. Start yeah. fire. Make fire. Put food. So make beans. Mm. <laughs> Being good. Um, and I and I, I mentioned Being this the good. last time. Fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned this the last time, Roland. Uh, again, you are. I feel I'm pretty sure you're you are excited about this one. The next uh, horror trilogy that we are gonna uh, tackle is the Cornetto trilogy, and that oh, is sure. Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Hot Fuzz. Roland, I think one of your favorite movies. That is absolutely and, one of his favorite movies. Yeah, at World's End. At World's End. Hot Fuzz is one of my. And yeah. At the World's End is is up there, too. And we have a special episode uh, planned out for At World's End, oh, and we'll discuss fuck. it more as we get closer to that. <sighs> Can't wait. That's yes. going to be so fun, guys. Yeah, it really is. So, again, follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MoQuest Studios. Name one. We got it. Just not on MySpace. But all right, the others, right. we got one, basically. And... Uh, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, we'll space. have more special episodes coming soon you're, uh, that you can uh, hopefully yeah, I mean, think about us behind a paywall, guys. Like a if you think like, we're okay outtakes. now, think about us behind a paywall, the potential. Right. Yeah, like, that's debauchery. a lot of unedited bullshit that uh, comes along with uh, oh God. our nonsense. So, that's... again, that's at Patreon slash MoQuest Studios. You can, again, you want to give a dollar, that's fucking awesome if you do that. Any any yeah. kind of uh, contribution helps greatly, mm-hmm. and I believe uh, we're still working with the YouTube thing. We don't have uh, powerful computers, so it's taken a long time for us to get shit out there. So a Patreon donation would actually help towards that, guys. Yeah, wink, yeah, wink, actually. nudge, nudge. Yeah, and you can uh, stop you. Jamie from dipping into his money and making outrageously frivolous purchases. Mind you, right. that doesn't bother any of us, but I mean, I worry about his financial <laughs> oh, uh, he's things. Fine. But anyways, I know Jamie's though. like a cockroach; he'll survive the nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, 
Okay, yeah. so um, one roach again, to rule them all. You will hear us on the next uh, Cinequest, in which we do another villains best and worst and again yep. we're going to start our new horror trilogy the cornetto trilogy get yeah, ahead of those yeah. movies check them out if you haven't uh mm-hmm. right now simon Pegg and nick frost are doing a little amended thing, scene yeah. coronavirus uh situation and take heed to the the announcement uh, at the very beginning of this episode uh wash your hands wash right. your hands yeah and actually it's something that um it's easy. Soap water. We, you know, I know I have joked about it a lot, but you know, this is something that like, do kind of worry about it, guys. Wash your fucking hands. Just, <laughs> just do and that. Stay home. Uh, and and stay the fuck away from people. Just yeah. go stay out home. for shit you need, like beer, fucking cigarettes, fucking right. pot, like Only groceries. Uh, <laughs> I like how groceries is the fourth thing. <laughs> yeah. The last <laughs> in that groceries, list. <laughs> uh, water. Well, there's always money for beer, and well, hey, we, tap we water. didn't say water. As long yeah. as I don't shut the bills off, like stop buying know. fucking yeah. toilet paper. You hey, guys... quit buying bottled water, you fucking idiots! Like yeah. you don't need that shit. Drink water. Water work good from tap. Yes, go. <laughs> 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 okay that's so, how fucking people are right like shopping for shit all over the place right now yeah. like we were, we were just talking about that earlier it's fucking gotta be shitting me people out out and around the corner like into the parking lot fucking lining up to be to get their turn like picking up some baby wipes i never thought in my life i'd see a unless it was like some like bullshit special event where you can only like buy x amount of something right. and they're doing that for fucking toilet paper guys yeah. toilet paper like fuck you man it's a respiratory disease you don't need to wipe your ass more because of it fuck you <laughs> right if anything like you want to use less <laughs> you want to touch less get get ever get get a bidet you know just splash yourself with some it's almost like water. someone buying a an excessive amount of condoms for right. this respiratory disease, you know, just for, uh, make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a cough. Oh, I better go get some like for some condoms for my Magnum Dong. <laughs> On uh, that note, you know, for like to to you, you got to save them up for the rest of the year. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be signing off. My name well, is actually, Ray. It's an apocalypse survival tool because like you Jesus get the non-lubricated <laughs> kinds. And oh. so they can work as water canteens. That's right. And you put them in oh a sock. And like the sock kind of acts as a little bit of a cushion yeah. so it doesn't pop your yeah, water yeah. bag just because yeah. it fucking, you know. Because yeah. I mean, you could do that with the lubed condoms, fill them up with water, but then but you get lube in the water. So good, you know? Exactly. All right. 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 Fusion things like Dasani, but it's not. It's The two of you, the two of you sign off already. Say bye. Go ahead. See ya. Uh, see you guys. All right. Bye. <laughs> I mean, we could have kept the bit going. Oh, for sure. Actually, dude. that probably would be good to like. <laughs> that probably be good for you to clip off, Ray, and then save that for later. Nah, I keep it in. It's great because we're all serious about coronavirus, and then we make all these bullshit things about. Yeah, because yeah. people are idiots, and that's I like it. I mean, people do so. <laughs>